Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name's Greg Horn. It is Food for Thought Friday. Last Food for Thought for Friday before Christmas. Can't believe Christmas is almost here, but I know a lot of times we can feel overwhelmed and want to share some nuggets of wisdom, uh, encouragement that God spoke to me throughout this week that maybe they'll help you too. Uh, I love uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Friends, no matter what you're facing, no matter what kind of challenges you're going through, we need to pray. There may be things that we go through in life that don't make sense, but one day we will know. Until then, we must trust God and surrender ourselves to Him. So maybe it's Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. You need to write out a post-it note and place it several places where you can read it. Number one, don't worry about anything. Two, Pray about everything. Instead of worrying, turn it into a prayer, okay? And then three, you know, when you're praying, just tell God what you need. But last but not least, thank Him for all He's done. Sometimes I've learned if I thank Him at the beginning of a prayer, even though when I've got a burden, it helps just relax my heart and mind, just knowing that, you know, God's with me because when I start thanking Him for all the things He's already provided and for me and done for me, then it takes away some of that anxiety and worry. And uh, friends, just things always come together. When I uh, meet with couples, uh, you know, a few months out before we're going to do the wedding and we go through the ceremony and we're talking about things. And uh, you can tell a lot of times, uh, you know, the bride's a little stressed. And I understand because everybody wants that perfect wedding. Yet I look at them and say, you know, I've been doing this for many years, done over 100 weddings, been so blessed to do that. And here's what I know. It always comes together. And even though it may not have everything perfectly done the way you want it done, 99.9% of the people will never even know except for you. And last but not least, as long as both of you are there, the groom and the bride, we've got two witnesses and I'm there, that's all we need to make this happen. Uh, kind of laugh like that and they kind of get the point that you know obviously you want more people than two witnesses and them and me but that's really all you have to have and all the other stuff we get caught up in sometimes can steal our joy and that's what satan loves to do right he wants to steal our joy c.s lewis says do not let your happiness depend on something you may lose wow that's so good c.s lewis do not let your happiness depend on something that you may lose. You know, friends, I've been guilty of that, and uh, I've had to learn the hard way, but uh, God has just kind of taught me, uh, you know, just to hold on loosely. Uh, you know, to love those that uh, love, that you know, we're called to love one another, but uh, family, friends, but especially possessions, friends, jobs, we get our identity in that, things we own, uh, just, you know, all that stuff's temporary. And it's so important about relationships. And yet we get guilty of putting people up on a pedal, pedestal and in a place of uh, just really, you know, having too much of our heart. Put them in front of God even. And I've been guilty of doing that with people and things and places and 
material items and uh, I've had to ask for forgiveness and had to give some stuff away and uh, just admit, you know, hey, I put my identity in some of that. And, you know, God is gracious and friends, he He understands and he will forgive. And I'm thankful there in Lamentations that it says his mercies are new every morning and that great is God's faithfulness. And we can just be so encouraged by that today, friends. I like this quote. Uh, I've heard it said by several different people, so uh, I can't remember exactly who I heard it from the first time, but it says, Life is like a book. Some chapters are sad, some are happy, and some are exciting. But if you never turn the page, you'll never know what the next chapter holds. And you know, friends, I've talked about this before, but sometimes we can get paralysis by analysis. We don't go on to the next thing in our life until we find out everything will just be perfect, we think, when we get everything perfectly lined up. And yet I've learned that uh, quite often when you wait for the, quote, perfect time, it's too late. It never happens. We miss that opportunity. And one of the reasons that we sometimes do get paralysis by analysis that I've found in my life, at least, is that because of past failures, hurts, disappointments, wounds that we have suffered, and man, I'm so thankful that God's writing a new chapter in your life and in my life every day. His mercies are new every morning. We get a fresh start every 24 hours. So, so thankful for that, friends. So know that today and trust that today. Be encouraged by that today. And say, you know what, God, thank you that you're going to write another chapter, a new chapter, a better chapter, one that you're going to be with me all throughout this day. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Uh, talked about this some yesterday, but I think we just need to hear it again. You know, as your saying goes, a lot of times if somebody's acting ugly on the outside, it's because they're hurting on the inside. And, you know, here's the thing. I want you to remember, though, that we're not fighting, as Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 says, we're not fighting its flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Friends, the enemy loves to destroy relationships, especially families, and uh, I've never seen it, uh, especially Christian families, under so much attack like I have in this season of life over the past year and uh, especially since COVID uh, there's just been so much just distrust anger um, you know just really really concerning the amount of hate that goes on and I just want to remind you friends that our battle is against flesh and blood not against principalities against against people okay and be encouraged by that. Be reminded of that today. And the Bible says that we are all made in the image of God. And so I'm thankful to know that and that we can stand on that today and be mindful of that when somebody's acting ugly on the outside. It's usually because they're hurting on the inside and that the battle is not against them but against flesh and blood, not and spirits and principalities. Not against flesh and blood against, but against spirits and principalities. I like this quote. Don't know who said this one either, but I saw this recently. At some point, you just have to let go of what you thought should happen and live in what is happening. You know, friends, Christmas season, I've had to do that before. You know, Christmas is just not going to play out the way I was hoping to and thought I'd be at a certain season in my life, a certain place, and 
uh, just hasn't happened. And I've had to fight back the urge to be discouraged, uh, even, you know, maybe even a little depression uh, about it, uh, sometimes even maybe a little anger. And yet what I've just tried to do is say, Lord, this Christmas season is about you. And even though in my flesh, the way I'd like to see this holiday season play out, doesn't look like that's going to happen. I am thankful, God, to know that you love me, that you care for me. I'm not alone. And Lord, show me how I can be a blessing to somebody else. And man, when I've decided to do that and, and stay out of my flesh and the emotions, it's amazing just how it takes away the focus on what's not going right or the way that I feel like it should. And just the peace and the blessing that I get from trying to be a blessing in, to others and taking my eyes off myself. And we talked about this yesterday and one of the things I shared about draw close to God and God will draw close to you. But, you know, John, John chapter 3, verse 30 says, Jesus must increase and I must decrease. And I know that that's easier said than done, but I just want to encourage you, friends, to do that and read that because I know that God, he always shows up always shows up and when we put him first he just does things that only he can do and that doesn't make sense the way the world does it but remember friends the bible tells us that god's ways are not our ways i like this little quote uh, it's by uh, rachel marie martin it says pause there is power in space in a breath in a pause before you respond you get to choose hate or love, anger or empathy, frustration or opportunity, lonely or together, irritation or understanding, be kind, pause. Uh, friends, Psalm 4610, just such a great reminder of this. Be still and know that I am God. I hope that you'll do that this Christmas season, that you'll take a chance just to be still and know that he is God. And do what Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 says. Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him. Endured the cross, despising the shame. And is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Oh friends, it's so, so good. Jesus the author and finisher of our faith. We're looking at the beginning of his life here just in you know, a couple of days on Monday, and yet, friends, uh, he's not only the author, he's the finisher of our faith. He's coming back one day as king of kings. And just know that, you know, I love how the verse describes it, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. <laughs> we talk about having joy in Christmas season, and man, I don't think about it the way it talks about that in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, but he knew that's what he was called to do, so he saw it as joy that he should do it. He chose joy. He put usually joy, J-O-Y, the acronym, put Jesus first, others second, yourself third. In this case, it would be he put God's desires first for Jesus' life. And he put us first, others, and he put himself last. He truly, truly did that, friends. And so be encouraged and reminded that today, that Jesus modeled what it's like to be humble. I love this quote by John Orberg. 
Forgiveness is born out of love, and love perseveres. It is God's love that motivated Jesus' sacrifice on the cross and the establishment of God's kingdom here on earth. Hmm. So good. Let's share that one more time. John Ortberg wrote one of my favorite books. If you want to walk on the water, you got to get out of the boat. It says, forgiveness is born out of love and love perseveres. It is God's love that motivated Jesus' sacrifice on the cross and the establishment of God's kingdom here on earth. Uh, what a powerful thing, friends, of forgiveness. Pastor Mike McClure says, Are you looking at how big your obstacles are? Are you looking at how big your God is? Your situation may seem impossible, but touch one touch of God's favor, one good break, one healing, one meeting the right person, and everything could change. Friends, I've seen that in my life. One phone call, one text, one email. Just somebody calling, hey, Greg, I was thinking about you. Or somebody, hey, I want to bless you with this trip. Or, hey, I want to give you this financial blessing. Or, you know, hey, I want to give you this opportunity to participate in this conference. Um, I mean, just over and over, man, I've just seen God just open up opportunities when I would just keep my eyes on him, even though my circumstances were overwhelming. And, you know, friends, that this Christmas season, that's what that's all about. That baby in a manger, not focusing on all the distractions, but simply that Jesus in the manger. And to think that just how humbly he came and then the humility he had where he just surrendered his one and only life. He didn't have to, but I love what he said to his our, his father and our father in heaven, he said, but remove this cup of suffering, but if not, thy will be done. Not my will, but your will be done to this heavenly father. Thank you that Jesus modeled that. I uh, hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Thanks for listening. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.